0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to Tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Right there, right there. What Billy up?
0: This is the game.
2: It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> yes.
1: He is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant.
0: Fall Obsession, baby.
1: Hey guys, thanks for uh, tuning in today for another Fall Obsession podcast episode. I am your guide today, uh, Sam Thrash, and I have
2: with me one of our own guys here today, Mr. Nick Powell. Nick, thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm glad to be here, Sam. Uh, Couldn't be more happier. Uh, For those of you listening, I'm Nick Powell, uh, newly promoted media production manager with fall obsession um joining sam today to talk a little bit about our san angelo recap yeah so um you guys may have seen on our uh
1: on our youtube social media pages um, or on our website we recently had a a hunt down in san angelo that we got to be a part of and that's kind of what we're gonna what we're gonna highlight today is is our experience and everything that we had going on going on down there both nick and i were down there we actually had a Ten or eleven of our own guys down there, and a couple guests um, hunting. Um, and I, I guess we'll start from the beginning and, and how this thing, how this thing came about, because it was a pretty cool trip um, in the first place. And uh, big, big part of getting this thing set up, um, we'll, we'll just dive right in. Um, Chester Barnes and uh, Chris Pinnell from Infinity Outfitters both played a, a big role in in making that hunt happen. So we're we're very grateful to them. And a huge thank you for uh, to Chris for putting in some of his time out there to to help us out. So big shout that, out there that was awesome. But um, this place this place was awesome. It was a large large piece of private land that just had a had a deer population problem and needed some help with some with some doe patrol out there. And uh, you know when when you need a, when you need some deer shot, you call Fall Obsession because we we got the we got the firepower to get that done. We show up. <laughs> But we we loaded up, man. This was back in December. We loaded up, and it was you, me, and my dad Mm -hmm. all packed into this little Chevrolet pickup truck. Yep. And, I mean, how long did it take us to get this thing loaded
2: up when we went and picked you up? Well, you all already had it loaded up pretty good. Uh, We definitely had to switch some stuff around because we had to take empty coolers due to the fact that we were doing our own processing, our own skinning, our own quartering, everything. Uh so we had to have some empty coolers, which kinda helped cause we were able to store some stuff in there. Um but it probably took us a good thirty minute thirty minute long Tetris game. Oh yeah, we we were playing redneck Tetris for sure. There wasn't no <laughs> question about that. Absolutely. Uh, we we had this thing packed down. You were sitting in the back. I was in the back, uh I could barely see Sam was see sitting your in head. the driver's seat you drove the whole way. <laughs> I could barely see your head in the mirror. There was so Sam's much dad, crap yeah. in here. Your dad was riding shotgun. I was in the back behind behind the shotgun seat, and I had a space for me, and that was it. <laughs> the so, whole back seat was loaded up to the ceiling. We had the the bed of the truck loaded down. And a hitch As, as far as we could. And a hitch haul in the, in the hitch loaded down with stuff. Yeah. We were packed in here,
1: but we were ready for, for a
2: solid few days of, of hunting in,
1: in Central Texas, so... It was definitely worth it. Yes, absolutely. We, uh this kind of to give you guys an idea with with like our staff and and how all this works we we have um a couple dozen guys that represent us at different capacities whether it's an administrative level a pro staff level or a field staff level across the across north america really and and a couple guys even in canada and uh this this was a like we said a management hunt they needed a bunch of deer taken off so we did our best to get as many guys out of state included coming out there to uh to participate in this trip and uh it was it it was well worth it for a lot of guys a lot of guys got to experience the type of hunting that they've never they've never experienced
2: before yeah absolutely and with a lot of a lot of different states have you know you can apply for a draw tag and you draw one tag for one animal uh texas all you have to do is you buy a license and you get five deer tags three does two bucks and Four turkey tags, two mule deer tags. Um, you get you get a plethora of tags for a smaller amount of money. Yeah, T- Texas is a is a target rich environment state.
1: It is a very large state, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And as unlike Nick just said, as far as what you get for a hunting license, a, a lot of guys, even even coming from out of state and having to pay for an out of state license, were were surprised at the number of deer
2: tags on their on their license. For, oh yeah amount of money that they paid it's well worth it so for those of you out-of-staters that are listening definitely look into getting it out of. if you if you're interested in hunting in texas definitely look into coming because you get well worth your money's worth in tags absolutely
1: so we get out there on this place in san angelo um and we're, everybody's kind of arriving that first evening. That first evening, there's not really any kind of hunting or anything going to be going on, but Chris was going to take us out and let us kind of get the lay of the land and figure out where some of the stand setups were. We had some ground blinds with us that we were going to throw up, some bow blinds, um, if we found a good spot, and we did. We found plenty of good spots out oh, yeah. there. But, uh, so we just kind of spent that first, first evening driving around, and, mm-hmm. man, just driving around. Uh, even even me I, I mean both of us we're from texas yeah we we've we've grown up here and hunted here most of our lives yep and driving around there i was even shocked at the amount of deer that <laughs> yeah. i was seeing just from the road yeah just run just around from a
2: little a little polaris ranger rolling through there rolling through the, the property how many deer we saw the first night was incredible absolutely <laughs> and let's Let's back up a little bit and even talk about the lodge. Oh yeah, down for there. sure. That place, was that place awesome. blew us away. Yes. We that was completely unexpected. We're we're <clears throat> we're expecting
1: we knew that there was a house on the property, which I mean we'll take any day over, you know, being we'll take any day being in a bunk with just a roof over our head mm-hmm. over being on a tent on the ground outside in the cold. So we were already excited about that, but we, we roll up on this place. It looks like a metal building from the outside, but inside is all decked out. There's mounts on the wall. There's a, a full service kitchen, but bunk rooms, bunk beds. Like we, it it was not a. Uh,
2: we were not roughing it. We were not <laughs> roughing it at all, <laughs> at all. We were very well set up, um, ready to take on the week for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, now we, we
1: uh we definitely uh, spread out in that bunk in that lodge too. Because even as nice as it was, there was. There was still a limited number of of beds and everything, but when you're out there for a hunt like we were about to have, you didn't care if you were in a bed or on air mattress on the floor. Oh, yeah, and and we had the floor covered with air mattresses. <laughs> we we had guys out there. I think I think the the lot, the house lodge, whatever you want to call it itself would house roughly about six. I think,
2: think. there's if if uh, without the landowner, without him and his his girlfriend out there. It would. It was six. It was seven. I think seven or eight, because you could fit two in their room. But that was we, they reserved that for them. So um, with them out there hunting with us, which was awesome. Big shout out to them as well. Um, it was six. Cause yeah. There was. I think there was three rooms, a bunk bed in each room, so you could sleep two in each room. Yeah. So we had six and we had about twice as many guys as there were
1: bots <laughs> yeah. in there. So I was on an air mattress in the living room. I know you were on a couch. I was on a couch in a sleeping bag. Chris was on a couch. So yeah, it was we were packed in there, but man, we didn't care. When we went to bed, we were tired and mm-hmm. when we woke up, we were ready to go hunting. So, yeah. but, so at first, I mean, that first evening we drive around, guys are trickling in and uh, we're just kind of spending time getting our bows, making sure our bows are sighted in and, and ready to go. Um, the first the first morning, man, was was cold, yes, wet, and I I, I don't even think I hunted the first morning. I think I just ran people around. I think
2: yeah, you're right. And I know I you were in a stand somewhere that morning. Yeah, I was sitting I with uh, field staffer Tim Burgess. Yeah, uh, that's right. In a bow blind that we put up over a an oak tree patch, and uh, we saw plenty of deer, even though well, it was raining. Was that that one? Was
1: that that one off of the road that went past those stands where my dad was hunting? that week or was that the one way
2: out there that it was the one up on the hill um up on the rock hill where we saw daryl
1: where we saw daryl all we'll, right we'll talk about Darryl yeah later. we'll get to daryl guys daryl's Darryl, uh daryl's daryl's a good guy he's a real stand-up guy. guy yeah absolutely um <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's a forever friend of fall obsession <laughs>
1: but uh so and let's talk about that blind though because i was there when we when we threw that blind up that y'all oh, were yeah. talking about it was a piece of cake well piece of cake but just something that a lot of people have no idea or would never even think to do when they when they go out hunting yeah. like guys when you go out hunting you put a blind up you brush it in you you do whatever you want to do and normally you let it sit there for a while mm-hmm. before you even go back out there yeah because you of know?
2: scent and everything you're leaving your scent out there the blind's got its own scent you want the deer to get used to it give the deer time to get used to it uh, but in this case we set it up when did we set it up? That morning. Yeah, we in set it up dark. that first morning. We in set the it up dark, that morning in the with, dark, in the rain, in the rain, and we had deer coming to us that morning. Yes, that and that's just the the the
1: sheer shock of this place with all the animals that we were seeing out there, and just the fact that they didn't care. They didn't care at all. Like you, we threw in this in this not like this blind was like severely tucked into timber or no, anything. Like at that. All. This blind had a couple of little scrub brushes around it and yep. that was it. There a was nothing little, else next I mean, to this. We're blind. talking
2: a couple of little thin two foot high mesquite bushes around this blind. That was it. It wasn't covered. It wasn't there was no tree cover. Nothing. It was just a couple of bushes around that blind and that was it. Yeah. It was basically in the wide open. Yeah. It, it, it was <laughs> up just, on top it was of the hill. It was just out there. And <laughs> and it
1: just amazed some people that we would do that, that we would just go out there that first morning, pop a blind up, and just sit our, set y'all's chairs in there and, mm-hmm. and go for it. Yeah. You know, see what shows it up and actually see incredible. deer and have the deer moving around you. To, and to give you guys an idea, too, on, on the number of deer that are out in this place, this ranch is over 6,000 acres. And in the three and a half days that we hunted it, we probably only hunted roughly about 500. Yeah. That That's and we we did we did not go past that, Mm-mm. which is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. So so all as I say, y'all sat there. We had some other guys in some other stands. I didn't hunt that first morning just because I was trying to f- get the feel for it and figure out where we were putting people. Yeah. And it was cold and wet, and I wasn't gonna try to wander around and find a spot to sit down. <laughs> but did did y'all kill anything off of that blind uh, that morning? Yeah,
2: Tim shot a doe that morning. That's right. Mm-hmm. So Tim got a doe that morning.
1: And I remember my dad being out there with us. So my dad, um, he's a rifle hunter, and he hadn't hunted um, really in, in two years. I think the last deer that he killed was actually, it's uh, y'all can go, go see it. It's uh, season two of our show, Fall Obsessed Outdoors, on our website. Um, that whole season is based around my dad's uh, hunt in South Texas. And I think that's the last time that my dad had killed a deer before this trip. So my dad's a rifle hunter. I found a good rifle blind to to put them in um, that morning. And with all those guys out there, you know, a couple rifle hunters, it's hard to tell who's shooting or, or what's going on. But I remember I'm making the rounds that morning, I'm going to pick all the guys up and I I drive in there to go get my dad and I turn the corner right before I get to his tower blind. There's a deer just laying right there in the ground. Like dead deer just <laughs> right, right on there the side of the in the road. And I'm like, Well, you got one <laughs> And I, I so I stop, I pull over right there, and about that time my dad comes walking around the corner, I'm like, All right
2: you got one good job
1: dad yeah good job he's like oh that's just one (laughs) and i'm like you got more he said yeah i got more there's another one laying over there because i didn't think i'd find that other
2: one but she's just laying right over there
1: (laughs) so my dad just straight out of the gate first morning knocks two deer down and he's a cake. yeah he he was the champion for the week stone cold killer yeah he killed the most yeah he killed he filled all of his tags he killed more deer than anybody Mm -hmm. that week he 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 hunted the morning and the evening, the first morning and the evening hunt we had. Oh, yeah. Between those two hunts, he killed three deer. (laughs) Day one, he's killed three deer. Yeah. And then the second day rolls around, he shoots another one. And that evening, I remember the second evening, he comes walking up to me. He's like, hey. Um, I think I'll just let y'all go to you know, the stands tonight. I've already got four deer. I only got one tag left. Yeah. He said, I'll, I'll I'll just hang around here and hunt the morning and try to fill my last tag. He wanted to sh- savor it. Yes. Yeah. And sure enough, he did. He hunted that next morning,
2: shot his last deer, and, and he was done. <laughs> and man, he was smart for doing so because I talked to him that second day, and he told me that he just wanted to hunt the morning because since we were doing all of our own processing, skinning deer and everything, uh, he wanted to... Just shoot his deer in the morning, skin his deer in the afternoon, and then be done for the evening. He didn't yes. want to skin deer through the night like we did Man, several times. We had some late nights
1: on that skin and pole and that and I mean it wouldn't it wasn't uncommon to come back to camp and have to wait in line Mm-mm. to skin your deer. Oh yeah. To skin and quarter we your had deer, deer laying on the and, ground. And this skinning pole that they had was it I mean it's these big steel pipes and they got it all welded up and you can literally put four deer on this thing at one time. Mm-hmm. You can put four deer on the skin and pull at one time, and we were still having to oh, take yeah. turns and wait. Absolutely, that's that's how many deer, how many deer we're dropping. And, and to give you guys an actual number, um, we we tallied it up at the end of the week, and in three and a half days, ten of us had killed thirty-one deer and seven turkeys oh, yeah. off that place, and we didn't even make a dent. <laughs> didn't. <even laughs> There's make still a ton dent. of
2: deer running around out there. Oh, absolutely. Which makes me excited to go back this year. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we hunted, I know you and I had a hunt, I guess that, was it that first evening that you and I were in a blind together?
2: The first evening, um, yes, the first evening we hunted together. Yeah. And you had first dibs. I had first dibs because I hadn't (laughs) hunted in the morning. Yep. So I had first dibs.
1: Oh, well, we got to back up before that because there's another reason that I had first dibs yes that's true and it it, it wasn't because i hadn't hunted in the morning it's because you had already killed the deer you (laughs) didn't even kill a deer that morning but you got to there you still had you still didn't kill a deer so that so that blind that we were talking about that we just threw up there in the morning i don't even remember who it was but somebody had the idea that we might move it a little bit it's probably me i I don't remember is you or tim i think but one of us had the idea that we might move that blind a little bit so it was, who loaded up? It was me, you, me, Tim, you. and, and Stephen. Field Stafford, Stephen Bowen. Yeah. Yep. So the four of us load up in the ranger. It's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon that day. The rain had rolled out of there, so the sun was coming out. Um, and we're going to go move this blind and find a better, quote-unquote, a better spot for it. And what happened then? <laughs>
2: so we start rolling down. It's probably 300 yards down this dirt road where this blind is set up from the house. So we start heading out. To this blind in our Ranger, and on the way, we're almost to the blind uh, next to, because this blind is set up next to some an oak patch, oak tree patch, and so there's a ton of deer running out of this oak tree patch as we as we pass it, and so I say, hey, you know, there's some deer running right there, so I grab my rifle, I have my rifle at this point, I throw my rifle up, I get one to stop, and I pull the trigger, and she runs thirty yards and falls. She crashed right there. So we go find her. Uh, Tim takes a shot, uh, freehand shot. Uh, I think he he had a clean miss there. We went and looked. We looked for probably 20, 30 minutes. Didn't find any yeah, sign. That was a diff- I mean that we have that one on video. That yep. was a difficult shot. That he tried. to It was, it to was make a long shot, one. freehand shot. Uh, I probably would have missed if I would have taken it. I know um, I would have. missed. <laughs> 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 but we we searched for her as a clean miss. Uh, didn't find any any sign of her. So we load mine up. Head to the blind, decide not to move the blind. Yes, we decided we're not <laughs> going to move this blind because maybe this spot is good after Spot's all. Good after all, yeah. Uh, so we leave the blind, start heading back to the house. We stop. Uh, I hand Tim, no, I hand Steven my rifle because he didn't bring his. Yeah. Uh, it turns out he has the exact same rifle. It's a Mossberg 30-06, uh, bolt action, uh, loophole scope. We might have different scopes. I can't remember what kind of scope he had, but. Um, I hand him my rifle because he didn't bring his. Um, we see some more deer. He drops one. We load, We go get her, load her up. We drive 50 feet, 50 feet down this road. We see another deer. I hand Tim my rifle, and he he puts one down. So we get three deer... In this trip where we were going to move a blind, didn't move the blind, but we came back with three deer that we had to skin and, Yeah, and the,
1: guy, the guys at camp were a little a little shocked. They're like, what in the world, man? Yeah. What have y'all even been doing? you <laughs> have Been slaying them. <laughs> Let me say something about Stevens, doe, too, because when he shot that thing and he went up, I have never seen anyone more excited. I know. About shooting a doe. Yeah. That dude was so excited <clears throat> to... Shoot a doe in his first Texas whitetail. Yeah, and and we got it on film too. Y'all can go watch the video on that. But he he was stoked to have his first oh, yeah. Texas whitetail on the ground with that doe right
2: there. Man, I think I think we were all feeling pretty high on hunting then. At that well, moment. not only
1: that, but like if you were having trouble in a stand, you could literally just get out and walk down the road and yeah. probably shoot a
2: deer. That leads I mean. me to our one of our next stories and on down the road a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why. When me and Sam went and hunted that evening. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking. We about. were yeah We went on a little tangent there, but that's why when we me and Sam went hunting that evening, he had first dibs.
1: Yeah, and nothing really extraordinary about that hunt other than I I shot a doe with my bow that evening, so I was on the board
2: at that point. Was that the second animal that you've ever shot with that bow?
1: With the my elite. No, that so that was the I believe that's the first first one? first deer I killed with the ritual. Cause we uh, we went up to Chester and I went up to Montana on an antelope hunt with our rituals, but um, I ended up coming home empty-handed. That's and right. It, for you guys who are curious about um, hearing about that hunt, I encourage you to go back a podcast episode and listen to Chester and I's recap on that hunt because yeah. it was a pretty awesome trip. But anyway, moving on.
2: So first deer with your ritual, first deer with my ritual, first animal period with your ritual, first animal period with so my ritual. It's a pretty big deal. It was. I was pretty stoked. Um,
1: I was really I, at that point. Me and that bow were really clicking. I, I felt really comfortable with that, with that bow and uh, and what I was able to do with it. Um, I'd done a lot of practice leading into that season. Probably a lot more than I. Well, I can say it was more practice and preparation um, that year preparing for bow hunting than any year I've ever had before. So, um, yeah, I was I was very happy with that bow. Very comfortable with it and very happy to
2: finally get a deer on the ground with it. We were it. able to get that kill shot on video as well. So yes. that'll be in season three? Season
1: four. Season, season four. Season four coming out uh, April 4th, 2020. Um, season four of Fall Obsessed Outdoors hits the YouTube channel and social media, guys. So be sure that you follow Fall Obsession and subscribe. Um, be some of the first to see that because a lot of the hunts that we're talking about right here um, were on film and will be, be a part of that season. So sure you check it out
2: so after that first evening we had 10 deer on the ground already Uh, i'm pretty sure because i mean we're talking about you know a handful of guys here
1: you me my dad steve and tim but on the other side you got nick latham and his son dawson Mm -hmm. you got um drew Drew, andy meeks all those guys are over there on that other side laying them down at the same time that we're over here, mm-hmm. killing them like crazy. Yep. So, deer. I mean, deer were just dropping everywhere. And and Drew, let me say something about Drew real quick. Drew, if you're listening, you were a stand hog, man. <laughs> yeah. You found a good stand and you wouldn't let yeah. anybody else hunt it.
2: Let's. I need to throw <laughs> a little something in there too. The first, I think it was the first evening or the first evening. No, the first morning, where Drew and Andy went and sat. Do you remember what they saw? Yes. <laughs> so I get a
1: text message. From Drew, and I'm, I, so that morning when it was raining, I didn't hunt, and Nick Latham didn't hunt. I remember that, and we were both standing on the front porch talking with each other, and my phone dings, I look at it, and it's Drew, and he sent
2: me a picture of a zebra. <laughs> a zebra. A zebra from Africa. Yes. The kind that Africa has. Yes. Africa zebras. <laughs> yeah, if that, yeah Africa of, zebras. I don't think there's any other kind of zebras, but. So he sends me this picture of this Africa Zebra,
1: which, if y'all are wondering, it's black with white stripes. (laughs) Not white with black stripes. Pretty sure. Yeah. You can argue that with me later if you want. But uh, he sent me this picture, just a snapshot of his video camera. He's like, Are there zebras here? And I'm like, Well, I guess so. (laughs) I didn't know that coming into that. We already knew
2: there was a ton of deer at this place. We knew there were black buck, uh, but that was one thing we did not know that was there. Was (laughs) a zebra. Was zebras. Zebras. Anyways, so Drew
1: and Andy had a zebra. Nick Latham and I um decided to mess with uh with old Chris a little bit <laughs> that morning when he woke up, he came strolling out there and Nick and I are out there and and uh he's like, He heard from any of your guys yet? And I said, Yeah. Um sure enough we have and Nick's like how what's what's your stance on zebras around here? Go, no go? Is that part <laughs> of this management hunt? And Chris just shakes his head and is like I'm going back to bed. <laughs> 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 But no, so we had we had more than just the deer out there wandering around. The turkeys too, turkeys oh, yeah. everywhere. I know you you got you a turkey with
2: your bow <laughs> the on morning, film. The second day, um,
1: I know Tim got him some turkeys. Steven, Steven got him, got some, him turkeys. some turkeys. So we we had some turkeys going down, going down as well. So and that turkey, that turkey that you got, that was your
2: first. My first kill with my bow. With your bow, period. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. Period. So that was pretty. I don't awesome. count the squirrel that I shot four times. at. we won't count that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, first first animal with the uh, with the old bow. So it was uh, it
1: and, was cool. And with that, guys, too. I, so I was filming for Nick on this hunt, and, and we were actually just talking about this over breakfast this mm-hmm. morning. Um, that video of him shooting that turkey. <laughs> you don't s- have to watch it. It's mine. <laughs> the second that he released, that we had a camera on the turkey and a camera on Nick. And the second that he releases that arrow his eyes got about big around his golf oh, balls man, and I was map, so excited. And his jaw literally dropped man, like everybody the second he released that, after that, that first arrow.
2: after that first day of hunting when we when we all got together at camp that night everybody was so excited there were so many deer being killed uh, we were all so high on hunting that night um, that the next there was so much talk about turkeys nobody had nobody had gotten any shots at turkeys really and so the next morning, it was my turn, because Sam had dibs the night before, so it was my turn. Uh, and we saw a doe come out, and we had gotten a go-ahead on a buck yes, that we could take a management Uh And so, me being selfish, which I shouldn't have been, me being selfish, I, I, let, I passed on that doe, and I was going to wait on this buck to come out, but, oh boy, never came out. But, we had a group of three turkeys that came out after that doe, and I could not have been more excited to kill the first turkey of the trip, right yes, there. Absolutely. And so that that just added to my excitement when I when I put that turkey on the ground. Yeah, for sure.
1: That and and so while we're talking about that hunt though, and you being selfish. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we had we had an old eight point that we had been given the green light on. We saw him briefly the night before. Um, and we were hoping that one of us could get another shot. So the night before, me and Nick were in a stand. Next morning, you and I are in a stand again, except we're flip flopped. You're hunting, and I'm filming. Mm-hmm. And right out of the gate, this giant doe—oh, perfect—walks doe. out. Perfect, perfect biggest doe, doe of the trip. <laughs> walks <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you how I know that here in a second. Yeah, biggest doe of the trip walks out,
2: and she's standing out there. Some smaller deer roaming around, and she was even because we laid a, a line of vapple out. Yes. In front of the feeder, like probably ten yards closer to us. It was a twenty yard yeah. shot. And Easy. she's just sitting there for probably fifteen minutes. Those deer love that vapple out yeah. there, man. They really did. Absolutely. We got yeah. a line of vapple, she went straight to it, man.
1: She's sitting out there and I keep leaning over to Nick and I'm like, Hey, you gonna shoot that deer? <laughs> He's like, Ugh. I really hope that buck comes out. Yeah. And I keep I keep bugging about him, he, You gonna shoot that doe? You gonna shoot that doe? <laughs> Eventually that doe walked away. Yep. So Nick got his turkey. Next evening, I go in there. I had Steven with me that evening. Mm-hmm. I go in that stand next evening, and I'm like, I'm shooting that freaking doe. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. So I walk out, and the first deer that walks out is that same big old sure doe enough. that I that I seen that morning, and I smoked her. Yeah. Absolutely smoked her. It's one of my favorite, and th- and this is also on our on our channels, guys. This is mm-hmm. one of my favorite kill shots I've ever had. This deer, it's about classic of a leg kick as they come. Oh yeah. And awesome she, she took off. She didn't go 20 yards and crashed. Um, Took that deer back to camp that night. And what did I say to you? It could have been yours. Could have been <laughs> yours, buddy. Could have been yours. And sure enough, she was one of the biggest yeah, deer man. we killed that trip. She was. For sure. She was a toad of a doe. Yes. So, on that note, though, that's the second deer that I had killed out mm-hmm. of that stand with yep. my bow. And we are beginning to notice... A pattern at this point. Yeah. That with everybody across the board, gun, bow, didn't matter. We were noticing a pattern that was
2: these San Angelo deer do not bleed. (laughs) That's a fact. They do not bleed. That is a fact. We could not find. It didn't matter where you hit them, how you hit them. We could not find a drop of blood to save our lives. Yeah. Eventually we did. We'd find the. I mean, you basically have to
1: go roaming through the bush, just roaming around, just random paths, and Mm -hmm. eventually
2: you would stumble upon your deer. You start, you start with the with the shot where, you know, obviously the hoof prints are more indented from them running, and then you kind of guess at where they went. Luckily, we had it on film. That's one good thing about filming your hunts is, yes. is you can see kind of what direction they went in. Uh, that was the reason, the only reason that I was able to find my second doe I shot with my bow, that that was the only reason what we, I found her, yeah. because we were able to film it and see which direction she went, and I just kind of headed in that direction and luckily stumbled upon yeah. her.
1: And it was the same deal for both of mine, the one where I was with you and the mm-hmm. one where I was with Stephen. But, I mean, that was a con- a consistent problem for everybody. And um, we got lucky, and we found ours, but unfortunately there were a couple guys that uh, that weren't so lucky. I, yep. I feel bad for, for Andy in particular.
2: Yeah, I hunted with Andy the second night, and uh, he had a an awesome, his, his doe, there was a doe that came up, uh, and we thought she was going to take off because we had a cow come in. Uh, to the Vapple, and it was as she was eating, and so she kind of trotted off, but she came right back around, and actually came closer to where she was before, uh, so it was actually really lucky. Gave him a perfect shot, and he hit her so good, but she didn't bleed. She ran for probably, what, 200 yards? Yeah. Something crazy.
1: It it, it was more than that. It was ridiculous, and, and I remember you showed me the footage of the shot, because uh, you were with them, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It looked like a good shot, and then... I saw the picture of the arrow.
2: Yeah, arrow was covered in blood, bright red. Yep, blood couldn't couldn't have been a more yeah broadhead
1: broadhead broad to knock. It was completely covered in blood. Yep,
2: and y'all couldn't find a drop. I helped y'all look a little bit that night. We would find we we kind of saw where she went. We saw uh, a piece of skin that where the arrow came out at. Probably took some skin off. We found a piece of skin, and then we found another drop fifteen yards up, and we found another drop ten yards up. And, I mean, they, they there's no blood in yeah. those deer. I'm, I'm convinced.
1: It, it was so weird. And and so the next morning, Andy and I, we both, I went back out there with him. Mm-hmm.
2: We had to back out the night before. Yeah. Because we couldn't find anything. I went
1: back out the, the, the next day with him, and, uh, and we got to looking. And we looked for a while, and we really started spreading out. And eventually we found her on the other side of the creek. Um, it was... It was well over 200 yards from where he had shot. Her shot was a great shot too. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, um, and unfortunately, the coyotes had already gotten to her that night. So, it's uh, that that that's an unfortunate part about about management hunts or, or hunting in general. You know, is, is that the it, there do come times where you lose deer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It it sucks. It's that gut wrenching feeling that just makes you sick. But it, it happens to all of us. It has happened to all of us, mm-hmm. and. And it's a part of hunting, as unfortunate as it is. And whether you like to hear it or not, you know, that's part of it. So,
2: Me and Sam were fortunate enough to find all the deer that we shot. But there were a couple, there were a few guys that weren't able to find their deer just because of a lack of a blood trail. Yeah. They all had good shots on them. um, But just a lack of a blood trail and then you lose them and then they keep going. That also shows the the perseverance and, and how tough these deer are. They can just keep going and keep going and keep going.
1: My dad played it smart. I'll circle back around to him here real quick. He those two deers that we talked about earlier that he killed that first morning. Mm-hmm. He went for you know the classic behind the shoulder, behind the shoulder shots on them. Found one of them pretty quick, but the other one he had to look for for quite a while. Mm-hmm. He said before he found it, and after that he was like, "I ain't playing this game." <laughs> <laughs> so he just started going for the the classic neck shot, shot. drop him right there, yep. and he was five for five on the trip yeah. with uh, because of that. So it's
2: where experience pays off.
1: Experience does pay <laughs> off. He's been doing that next shot for a long time. Yeah, ever since I've been hunting with him as a kid. But now, man, it was so. I mean, it was a good trip. It was a lot of a lot of memories, made, And I, I guess a good place to wrap up would be talking
2: about Dawson. Yeah, I also have one more story. Yeah, it's when Chester got there. Oh yeah. Old Chester. Uh, so we got down there. What day did we get down there?
1: We we. So I don't. I'm trying to remember days of the week here. But we got down there Tuesday night.
2: I think it was. It was we got der- Tuesday night, and then we started hunting Wednesday. We hunted Wednesday, Thursday, hunted Thursday, and then Chester got there Friday. Got there Friday, and we left Saturday. We left Saturday. Yeah, that's right. So Chester gets down there and brings his son. I don't remember his son's Lane. name. Lane. Lane. Brings his son with him because Lane, I don't think he's ever shot a deer. He has shot. He's. I think he's shot one or two deer. Okay. Leading up to that. So day. they get there probably around 30, 10 o'clock that morning. Surprised us. Yeah. So, didn't know they and, were
1: coming. And shout out again to Chester for he he made this hunt happen. And then um, you know part of what we do at Fall Obsession, you know n- none of us none of us work full time for Fall Obsession at right now. And because of that, you know we have other full time jobs and and Chester. Had something come up at his work, mm-hmm. and was unable to attend this hunt, and uh, he he ended up being able to make it out there for the tail end of it. And man, that, that's commitment too, because yeah. that's that's a haul. It's a four hour drive to get down there, and uh, he made it just for one day. Yeah. So,
2: and he made his time worth it too, because he got there probably <laughs> nine nine thirty or ten o'clock in the morning the last day, and we told him numerous times, man, you could just you could just take lane, walk down the road. And you're gonna see something and shoot it. Yeah. And sure enough, I offered to film for them, and that's exactly what they did. Man, (laughs) they just, they literally, we literally took off walking down the road, same road that we went on when we shot our three deer in that one trip when we were going to move that blind. Uh, Walked down the same road, and sure enough, the same spot where I shot my first doe, we saw a group of deer running, had one stop close to us. Uh, Chester laid down right in the road with Lane. Literally laid down in the road. Literally. Laid down in the road. it's This is all on film, too. Uh, laid down in the road, put Lane on that deer, and they were able to put one down. So, That's awesome. And Lane, too, made a heck of a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Dropped it right there. Yeah. Kick can shoot.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite part of that video is Chester's trying to. I've seen the video. Chester's trying to explain to Lane <laughs> yeah. where this deer is yeah. and where Lane's, to shoot him. Layne's, Lane's is Chester's 7-year-old son. Yeah. So he's trying to explain to him where he's going to shoot this deer and where this deer is in <laughs> yeah, the brush. Because Lane's twice. trying to find, him, to find yeah. him through the scope. And Chester keeps telling him to move and to adjust, and Lane's not doing it. And you, Nick's behind the two of them videoing. <laughs> and you literally see Chester grab Lane
2: by the belt, pick him up, <laughs> Move him and lay him <laughs> lay back, back down so that he can see down. this deer. <laughs> yep. It was pretty awesome. Awesome father son moment there. And
1: while we're talking about father son moments, man, Dawson and Nick Latham. Yeah, you know. So Nick Latham, Dawson uh, had an awesome trip. Dawson had an awesome trip. Nick Latham is our uh, is our company's business manager, and uh, he was out there with his son Dawson. Dawson had never killed a deer before. He had never never hunted or okay. or anything like that. So this was his first first time to be in a deer camp or like this or, or around a bunch of hunters like mm-hmm. us. So Nick was, Nick was, Nick was wanting to get, some, get a deer on the ground for himself, but he was obviously more, I mean, being a father, you know, he was more focused on getting Dawson, getting Dawson his first deer. Yep. And Dawson is, a uh, Dawson's a charmer and, oh, yeah. uh, he, he was the, he was the recipient of the the trophy buck of oh, yeah. the week basically absolutely he was, he was he was granted permission to to shoot a big deer and uh by golly he did he he went he, out, shot, a, he shot a big deer yeah he shot a really nice nine point very respectable buck mm-hmm. um
2: for your it, first buck for your first absolutely deer? man yeah i wish gonna, my deer was that big. yeah he's gonna be spoiled from here on out <laughs> yeah.
1: better watch out nick but uh <laughs> No, and that dude was so excited. He oh, came man. back and told that story to everybody. And, man, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Is being able to, is, I mean, we, we want to be successful. But when you bring a kid out there that either is your own son or is a kid that you have an interest in as far as, um, you know, a relationship with, mm-hmm. um, that you're a mentor towards um, in, in that sense, um, you, you want to get them a deer you you want to see oh, yeah. them be successful and see that excitement in their eyes and i know you and i both ourselves we both have young sons that yep. are not quite old enough to not quite to be in the woods with us but give them a give them a few years uh, yeah
2: i tried at, i tried to get noah to hold up uh my 30-06 out and at 11 months old he had a little <laughs> trouble but uh <laughs> hey, you know why? Wyatt, why it's running around in a year and a
1: half? He's he's got he's got his little wooden rifle with him, so he's you know he's practicing. Got to start him early. Yeah, there you go. He's starting early, so but that that's what's all about, and that's what I look forward. I know I can't wait as a as a father is to be able to get out there with with my son and mm-hmm. and see him take
2: his first year. Yeah, so, and I know and, Nick had had just as much joy. Uh, uh, when Dawson shot that deer, as Dawson did, I know? think
1: Nick might have been more excited <laughs> than Dawson was. And what's even better is Nick was able to film the whole thing yeah. too. He was really he cool. was able to get it all on video so that Dawson now has this with him forever. Yeah, he he can go back and show his son one day yep. his first deer that yeah. he ever shot. That's cool. You know? So that that's awesome well man i i enjoyed reliving it with you yeah that that was that was fun um i can't wait to do it all over again yeah and it's 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 a blast and guys like nick said when we started this thing man if you ever get a chance to to hunt texas it it's a it's a blast it's a target rich environment and it's a blast in and of itself so be sure that you uh that you head on down this way if you get Mm -hmm. a chance absolutely uh, if you do give us a shout yeah and we'll uh we'll give you some pointers for sure see what we
2: can do (laughs)